1: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I saw a a
0: Macedonian folk horror film last night, and it was excellent.
2: Man, if I had a dime for every Macedonian folk horror film I've ever seen.
0: I'd have one dime. I mm-hmm. had okay. two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it <laughs> <But> happened <weird. laughs> twice. That is the biggest piece of seaweed I've ever seen. Yeah, she isn't sees- it? We got, like, the little sheets that are, like, you know. Oh, no. I've never oh, seen a big one like that. But, yeah, no, it was called the like Won't they Be Alone, and um, it absolutely banged. <laughs> Sorry, that is a comically large piece of seaweed. Oh, yeah. Also, <laughs> it was, it
2: was... tonight's drink is this Capri Sun.
0: Nice. Hell yeah.
2: yeah, we're bringing them back.
0: As we should be. Um, tonight's drink have... for me is tea and water. I have pouches, like Capri Sun-type pouches in my fridge that are peach lemonade.
2: Ooh.
0: Except for some reason, the straw is harder to get in. But the pre- Capri Sun pouches, and the first time I tried to drink one, it just went everywhere. Interesting. Are, they,
2: are they from Wegmans?
0: No, I got that at Target. It's
2: like some organic brand. Organic. Yeah.
0: And, I don't know. yeah. Organic.
2: yeah. If 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 my shit isn't like swimming in chemicals.
0: Yeah, modify my organism. Yeah, right? I mean, it's yeah. been, like sugar. <laughs> like, modify like... my DNA. <laughs> it hasn't been working for me thus far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try try
2: some new DNA, new
0: yeah. sequences. I'll mm-hmm. take it at this point. Um. I just want to take a moment to bask in uh what zach described as the um let me oh no hold on oh no your exact words um, a
2: tragedy in a screen recording
0: a certain ironic richness of the fact that we had homework for this episode and the only person who didn't do it is the college professor I want to point out that multiple times you all have been like, oh, you have like the big girl job. Like, yeah, you're busy. You do have the big girl job. Mm -hmm. I had, today alone, I had nine Zoom meetings. That's too many.
2: That's nine too many. Yeah,
0: exactly. um, So.
2: Wait, wait. When you do your Zoom meetings, do you actually like camera on and pay attention?
0: It depends on how many people are in them.
2: That's, that's fair.
0: Yeah, all of today's were camera-on-participate meetings. Actually, seven of them were... No, eight of them were one-on-one meetings.
2: I tried to do the camera off in a one-on-one meeting. It didn't go well.
0: Um, That's gross. That's too many. This is not a reflection... The fact that I'm joking about it is not a reflection on you. It's just yeah. funny that in the group of three people with homework, the one person who didn't do it is the college professor.
2: I also did start to watch how to get away with murder and in the first episode Ooh. she's like hey you all should come up with the defense for my case that's upcoming and then she uses it
0: that doesn't seem legal
2: it does not but <laughs> De- but definitely could have been like hey just for funsies for for extra credit yeah <laughs> that's yeah. not wrong. <laughs>
0: The, the only flaw with that is that I generally don't tell the students about the podcast because I don't want to encourage them. <laughs> well, goddammit, that's yeah. why our subscriber count is so low. Yeah, I, I have not told any of them. The only current student I've ever talked about it with, aside from, like, the obvious ones that have been on the podcast, is the one student that you're aware of, Bridget. Yes. Yeah, other than that, no student has ever, and, and when she brought it up the one day, I was like, oh, you've watched okay. <laughs> which episodes yeah it's like i tried i like i'm always very cautious of what i say for that reason but sometimes i forget but also once you get <laughs> tenure mm-hmm. which uh should hopefully be like four months Shh.
2: Hell yeah. yeah then you can do whatever you want <laughs>
0: <laughs> now you can be like you get extra credit for listening to the stupid little podcast that i do
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah Great.
2: So seaweed gone.
0: Beautiful. That was impressive. No longer holding the uh, sheet of green construction paper. That's right. I got an envelope in the mail today. You got an envelope in the mail duty. What was in it? From one Bridget R.
2: Kelly. Oh, damn. Oh, I gotta check my mail.
0: When I opened it and saw the picture on top, I like squealed because it's so cute. It's sitting right in front of me i was really happy with how these all turned out oh i love that look at us oh my god Wait,
2: i love that one so much
0: that's so cute cute. that's so cute
2: i was especially you
0: know not being able to see whether you're framing it correctly okay actually yeah i have i got the double prints because i knew i was going to want to send some to you guys but i have a question for whoever is responsible for this oh lord what was this supposed to be (laughs) (laughs) I don't know The only picture I took was of you guys at the statues That was the only time I used it, so unless it's that, it wasn't me I can see the rug and the corner of my air mattress Okay, so it was one of you two
2: Unless there was an air mattress at the statues
0: Well, she just said her air mattress specifically, so unless she brought her air mattress at the statues and, it I, was, oh, and am I wrong? I don't know Dark how to make AF. spooky
2: alien noise.
0: So that's our one mystery. Who it took this? Like somebody. It almost looks like there's. Yeah, I can't. Like a defect in the picture. Like it didn't print all the way or something. Yeah, I wish I knew. So yeah. Fun. That was that was the one mystery, and other than that. They all came out good, except for the two where I, like, kind of forgot to turn on the flash. But then they just, like, like look cute and lo-fi. And also, they're just of your cat, so. Just yeah, sure. of her cat.
2: Okay, just not of like her that.
0: cat. <laughs> I was showing Luda one of the pictures of her earlier, and she, of course, felt the need to rub all the corners of it and every edge. Of course, so, as she should, as is her right. I was like, look, it's you, and she's just face all over mm-hmm. it. it is indeed That's me. All she said. Any corner. Hit, like, point at, point at them with an envelope. They're happy. I love that. That's so cute. I have to point at them with my phone the next time I'm there. Well, it's gotta be a little sharper. I mean, they'll still love it, but they won't like it as much. I will have to point at them with something else. Yes, yeah, some, something with uh, good edges. Like, not super sharp, but, like, enough to them really get their cheek on it. and look well, A little pointy. <laughs> yeah. Noted. Yeah. <laughs> We do stand. Okay, so, um, if y'all will recall, in our last episode, we decided that we were going to. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, we decided that we were going to make up some funky, fresh, new conspiracy theories and then spread them to our friends and family. Um, because it sounded like fun. And, uh, in light of the fact that we only have two conspiracy theories, instead of, uh, going. Yes, bestie.
2: Um,. While I was in the wrong video chat and in the bathroom, another one popped into my head. Do tell. Oh, just like another conspiracy theory.
0: So do you want to have two entries or do we want to have what I was going to have in light of the fact that uh, Brooks does not have a conspiracy theory? I was going to have her. Um, We, Zach, you and I both present ours. Yes. And then you would, Brooks would pick a winner. Mm Mm-hmm zach do you want to have two entries or do we want to just like discuss that afterwards as a fun little addendum yeah the one he wants to like submit and then just talk about the other yeah
2: no my second one is the one i'm gonna submit because it's a little more i mean okay it's not that much more thought out but it's a little more thought out i mean
0: we can whatever is the winner we can do some detail building this is just like a proof of concept (laughs) Would you like to start, or shall I?
2: I'll, just because, so that we have a balance, I'll just throw out the one I thought about today, seven minutes ago. I love it. Um, yeah, my conspiracy theory, my first one, is that National Treasure was funded, the film was funded by Homeland Security. As a way to test for for defaults in the security systems in the Smithsonian,
0: because people would try to national treasure them
2: mm-hmm.
0: all right you put in you the chat what? that we wouldn't see that coming i most certainly didn't
2: <laughs> oh that was one that i thought of like just now
0: oh beautiful even better yeah yeah a lot of companies that have like expensive stuff in them or like a lot of museums will hire companies to like their security so it's really a way for them to like save a lot of money i mean yeah they had to spend a lot of money to make natural treasure i suppose (laughs) but like but people will keep trying to do that stuff like endlessly and so it's like you You pay the one getting free security improvements yeah incredible okay So here's what I came up with. Uh, Everyone's least favorite congresswoman, Marjorie Taylor Greene, is in fact um, a. was installed by the KGB, is a Russian plant, in order to destabilize the United States government and accelerate the downfall of the U.S. empire.
2: That's not even a conspiracy theory. That's probably just true.
0: Yeah. That's just. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I came up with. Yeah, I mean, didn't you just see the, um, oh, I can't remember the exact wording, a quote that from Putin where he basically said something along the lines of, you know, blah, 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 so we can help...
2: Our partner then, Trump. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Wait, yeah. No, I didn't. And <laughs> I really might it, yeah. <laughs> have dismissed that as a conspiracy theory idea had <laughs> I seen that. Oh, yeah, I think they talked talk about it on the Ponsive America. That's yeah. Oopsies. Yeah. Okay, well. <laughs> yeah. It's quite possible. You have your options. That. Oh, yeah, I have to pick already? I mean, we can discuss further. Do you have questions oh. for either of us?
2: Sure. So, I had my my actual conspiracy theory.
0: Hit, hit me with it.
2: Um, My actual conspiracy theory was that the burning of the Library of Alexandria was an inside job.
0: <sighs> okay.
2: So i was doing some research um which 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 i don't think i knew brooks at this point or was like on this podcast but um just a little fun tidbit when i originally told bridget i was moving to alexandria thief she thought i was moving to egypt because um, you had told me about
0: party. the potential yes. trip to the drc
2: yeah and, and i so, and, no, it, it all makes sense conflated but, like, the
0: two in my mind yeah
2: um so I was doing some research and actually the library was in decline, like it had been in decline for a while mm. and then was partially burned by Julius Caesar during the Civil War. And I think it was intentional for the insurance money. Whatever the Geico equivalent of 40 B.C. was.
0: Did they have insurance companies then?
2: In this case, they do.
0: Are we assuming that, or do are like do we know that for a fact?
2: I, I have no idea. I, I I have no idea if they had like policy genius or not. But you know.
0: Well, I mean, I, the,
2: the they concept of well insurance sort of... doesn't
0: seem too far fetched for what no. we consider like the height of like you know democracy.
2: Yeah, no, I don't think so. I that's just my conspiracy theory. It was in decline, and during the Civil War, it was a good excuse to try to burn it which he didn't even do successfully. Um although it was technically an accident, but it lived on after that.
0: All right. It's
2: just to- toasty.
0: I love it. So now I guess we open the floor to questions if there are any? Wait, so which which is the one that is officially submitted for Yeah, Zach, which is your official submission? I'll,
2: I'll do the National Treasure one just cuz it's much more closer to my heart.
0: Of course because I I sort of had them like rank ordered in my head and it's not like it's really based on anything (laughs) (laughs) which which one felt most interesting to me shall I provide sure
2: oh yeah yeah
0: which do we want to explore (laughs) I would go with the national treasure one well I find it to be the most interesting but it's also maybe a little bit harder to like if we wanted to like yarn board it Mm -hmm. that might be harder to do i think the marjorie taylor green one would be easier to yarn board oh yeah god i want a reason to do that just once in my life yeah so i suppose it depends on the criteria i i think i find the the national treasure one interesting because it is kind of like unexpected but it's like oh yeah the kind (laughs) of but to actually try to like plot out details might be difficult yeah yeah I gotta say, I mean, my favorite conspiracy theory, which isn't even a conspiracy theory, because, like, when it's circled, when when you get to the end of it, like, net zero change has occurred, but I've said it before on the podcast, my favorite conspiracy theory of all time is that the United States government was going to hire Stanley Kubrick to fake the moon landing, but Kubrick, being the perfectionist that he is, uh, insisted that they shoot on location, so we just went ahead with the space program, and again, this changes nothing! And there is absolutely no, like, yarn boarding to be done here, but it is my favorite conspiracy theory. So, honestly, I see why the National Treasure one is way more interesting to explore.
2: There's a line in the song Californication, because I've been on a Red Hot Chili Peppers kick for the last week, that is, like, like, space takes place in a Hollywood basement or something like that. Mm.
0: Okay, so we have two dots to connect yeah <laughs> either of you ever watch this i don't want this reference to be lost on you guys either of you ever watch buzzfeed unsolved or see the thing where it's like i've connected the dots you didn't connect shit i've connected them you had me watch yeah. that one time when you were here just the one time yeah either way so. it just made me think i've of watched that.
2: buzzfeed videos i i learned what kind of bread i am
0: haven't we all? No, uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved <laughs> was, like, literally the only good thing to come out of BuzzFeed, other than, like, the actual, jour- their actual, like, journalism team that is stuck working for the- that yeah. ridiculous, ridiculous company. Anyway. Yeah, um, let's do some world building with this National Treasure one. <laughs> we have, a uh, somebody who's gonna help Oh, amazing! I, Thank you. I'm
2: actually curious, like, what if any big heists have been actually attempted? Like,
0: there was a massive, um, there was a huge bank heist in Argentina, and I can't remember. Like, I they did a whole season of like the Duolingo Spanish podcast on this bank robbery. And I don't remember, like, I think it was early, late 90s or early 2000s. I don't remember exactly. It's been a while since I listened to it. But, like, it certainly has happened. Mm-hmm. Uh... I mean, perhaps not with, like, you know, the Declaration of Independence. But people have tried to, you know, people have gone into banks and tried to take very large sums of money. Have you all seen In, that?
2: Ooh. In, um... In 1982, stamps worth twenty one thousand dollars were stolen from the National Museum of American History.
0: Okay. Oh, and another thing. Lending I on credibility. The, another thing I learned on the Duolingo Spanish podcast: there is this huge, like, not a uh, not a conference. What's the word I'm looking for? It's like this giant, like, almost Can flea I... market type thing, but with books, like just books. And this guy who like owned, like who owned like a like a bookstore that would specialize in like kinda like, you know, rare books, out of print stuff, he had like an or, like an original, like first printing signed copy of uh I think is it hundred years of solitude or a thousand years of solitude? The um Gabrielle the Marquez novel, but it got like <laughs> stolen out of a display case at this like giant book fair. And they did mm. find it, but it was nuts. I will link these things that I'm talking about because I'm remembering them poorly, but I swear they did happen.
2: Can we just acknowledge that this is basically an episode of Psych where they throw out a wild idea and then build evidence for it?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Brush, what were you going to say? Um, There's a docu-series on Netflix, you know, because I try to watch, like, every single criminal, like, true crime docu-series. Yeah. I am trying to remember the name of it. I think it's called Diabolical. It's about a bank heist. Ooh, that's a it's one. Uh, yeah, but it's real, um, different. Because... <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's nothing yeah. like the movies. Like, the notion. You know, it's heist. It's even more different than you would expect. Like, um, this guy, they strapped a bomb around his neck. Oh, and the they color bomb thing? Yeah. I have BuzzFeed Unsolved did an episode on that and I think they might have briefly touched on it in last podcast on the left at some point. Many of my various true crime sources have talked about this. Please continue. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, so they sent him into the bank to demand money and I believe they gave him some but he didn't get nearly as much as he was supposed to. Mm-hmm. And then police found him and you know, they made him stay still at gunpoint while they were getting the bomb squad and the bomb squad did not make it in time. And they have actual footage of the bomb going off, and they showed it in the docu-series.
2: god!
0: It is unsettling. Yeah, I'm gonna say graphic to say the least. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's really messed up. I mean, when they do close-ups, they blur it a little bit, so it's not as bad, but it's, yeah. Nothing makes you realize more that we literally are just meat with opinions than, like, a true crime doc. Where they, like, show the, like, gory details. We are literally just meat that has opinions. Meat with electricity. Yeah, exactly.
2: That's definitely not how they used to do bank robberies.
0: Before
2: it was Golden Joe and the Suggins
0: Suggins gang. gang. (laughs) they, like, shoot Suggins (laughs) in the side of the wall? What, were bullets free free? back then? (laughs) Oh, man.
2: They dressed up for the occasion. They made a day of it. They
0: were going to church in Atlanta. Anyway. Yeah, but... Blackie series is really interesting because they never really quite came to a conclusion about who did it, but they had all these suspects and these people that had, like... like, Basically, they were rednecks with genius IQs, and it's, like, the craziest thing. Yeah, I love a good cold... Like, I... Obviously, like, the notion of a cold case is terrible because people don't get closure, but I love a good unsolved mystery. There we go. I love a good unsolved mystery where you can just, like, think about all the different especially one that has so many different options that are like actually could be true like Mm -hmm. oh i love that stuff i could just think about it forever yeah it's a fascinating docuseries but like that's the only like specific heist that i'm aware of because of that yeah so yeah it's not very typical uh definitely isn't some of that um pierce brosnan what was that maybe the thomas crown affair stuff yeah Another reference you guys don't get. Sorry. Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> huh?
2: It it was no Ocean's Eleven.
0: Sure, but they don't they don't <laughs> do art. They just do like money, right? Yeah. It counts. I'm, I think we're but just in talking in general. Way. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I guess technically we're talking about documents. For some reason, my mind nearly went to art, and I don't know why.
2: He's like, like in that's a seven minutes.
0: Common trope yeah. like in yeah. yeah. TV and movies.
2: Pierre Desprez. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: mean, I was also imagining him, but he didn't really steal things. So. No,
2: he just faked art thefts, which is almost better.
0: Yeah, that's kind of fun.
2: Yeah. yeah. Who, like, wait, who is this
0: guy? Theft. I don't know if I've ever heard of him.
2: No, it's a, he's not a real person. Oh, he, is he from um,
0: Yeah, he's I like a somewhat
2: that. recurring character on site Gotcha. Who's like a fake art thief. But yeah. like a brilliant guy, but like that's how he gets away with it.
0: How yeah. fun would that be in real life, though?
2: That no, that would actually be really cool. Like, and, like that'd be
0: so. That's like the like art theft equivalent of when the boat was stuck in the Suez Canal, and like it was like <laughs> technically a global catastrophe, but there was nothing we could do about it. So we just yeah. had fun with it, like that. We're not losing any precious works of art. We just get to have a fun little mystery for a while
2: still never get over that imagery of that dinky excavator oh that
0: little excavator dig out a little (laughs) my favorite tweet to come out of that whole thing was imagine being the first guy to go through the suez canal after it gets unblocked and knowing that you hold in your hands a steering wheel that has the potential to do the funniest thing that's ever happened
2: wait no no okay but you know what i was thinking is like what if you are the guy in the excavator and then you succeed and suddenly, this thing just like lurches. Like, how, how do you explore one of those? Yeah, boats?
0: I hope they like had a plan with how they were digging it yeah. out to like cause the least amount of movement. Yeah, yeah. What's funny
2: is that the same company that owned that boat got stuck again, like a month ago.
0: Oh, wasn't that the one that like ran aground in? Yeah, where was in, it? In,
2: in Maryland, Hell like yes. like off the coast of Maryland. That's
0: fantastic. <laughs>
2: They were like, you can't go in water. That's less than 50 feet. And they're like, what if we did 25 feet? And then they got stuck.
0: More um, global catastrophes that are just things getting stuck and not working. Yeah. Those ones are great. Those ones are a lot of fun.
2: What if, as a, a series of conspiracy theory, what if the guy who was piloting? Captaining. Who's captaining. who was captaining that boat. Did it on purpose because he just thought the world needed a break. He was like, the world sucks right now. I'm going to give him a week of memes.
0: Those six days in March.
2: I don't know how you steer a boat.
0: (laughs) Were like the like the that time has felt for me in a long while.
2: Oh, that was the closest to world peace we've ever gotten.
0: Yeah, that and uh, (laughs) the launch of Pokemon Go. Closest to world peace we've ever come. Oh, actually, and since it's um since it's spring and the weather's getting nicer, uh, my annual obsession with Pokemon Go has started again because it gets me out of the house, and I'm having fun. I don't care if it's cringe. Thank you.
2: All these conspiracy theories that like those shoot 'em up games are like recruitment tools or something to see who can, like, strategize and the best. I don't know. Every once in a while something like that gets floated.
0: I mean, like, the United States military also has, like, official video games, so I feel like that's not a conspiracy theory at this point. That's simply a statement of fact. Did anyone else hear that? Oh, the bell? Yep. No, they... I lit the fire station in my uh, neighborhood is down the block from me. And for whatever reason, um, they, they make, they make some beeps at um, six o'clock every evening. Don't know why. Just making sure I wasn't uh, imagining things. Nope.
2: When I lived back in New York, I was close enough to my middle school that when I was, when I stayed home from school school, I was sick or something, I could hear the bells go off for each period. Like oh my God, yeah i was like oh time for gym and then i didn't get out of bed at 11 o'clock
0: i am just not realizing that i don't remember what the bell sounded like in high school anymore i am one step closer to being cleansed
2: yeah no i don't either and i'm okay with never yeah, learning. yeah i am so <laughs> okay
0: with never remembering i can still hear them in my head whack
2: well what? no i'm not gonna i don't know yeah I don't remember. I'm okay with it.
0: Yeah, no. Well, they're not wild to think that there was a time in life where bells, like, told us what to do. Until the
2: teacher said they didn't. The bell doesn't dismiss you. I do.
0: And then you get to the next class and they'd be like, why are you late?
2: Yep. (sighs) Those teachers were always the worst. Always. And then I got to college and I was like, where's the bells? Yeah. How am I supposed to know where to be? (laughs)
0: And then class ends like a half hour early and the professor's like, what the yeah. hell are you still doing here? Get out.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I've been to class early a few times recently, just like a few minutes here or there. Yeah. Um, and they never seem to believe that I'm telling the truth. They're like, they just continue to sit there. I'm like, no, we're we're done. You can go. And then they just sit there and look at me like they they don't believe me for some reason.
2: I had a once a week class from five to eight on Mondays that usually got out early just because it was a long class. But every once in a while, we had to stay for the whole time. And we were so spoiled. Or at least I was so spoiled that I was like, what the fuck? Why am I here for the whole period? <laughs> for the whole class?
0: There's always that professor, though, who like just seems to like yeah. get through it. Like, not that they're even rushing or anything. They just seem to be able to like zip yeah. through everything. And then you actually have to have the whole class. You're like, what the fuck? There's always that one. What is that one. <sighs> Fun times um do we want to do any world building with the uh national treasure conspiracy if not i have another question
2: i mean there's definitely precedent to people stealing stuff from like smithsonian museums
0: oh absolutely i mean i think there's something there to thinking about like the members of the cast and to what extent they knew
2: I'm also going to be careful what I say in case something does get stolen, and they have to read back this podcast in court. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> That'd be really fun.
0: Yeah, that would be kind of fun. I'm not going to lie. It's um, famous.
2: Um, at yeah. the time.
0: <laughs> Boom! That'll. That would. That'll increase. That would be, well, that'll that'll be your one ship. way to get
2: famous. Yeah, I'd be in prison for it. But you know what? No. No, no. You know what? I would go to prison for clout.
0: Hell yeah. I love that for you mm-hmm so you know you just you gotta do whatever it takes man
2: gotta do what it takes
0: <laughs> okay this I mean, is
2: gonna get chopped I mean. out of context so badly <laughs> <laughs>
0: that requires an audience bud i'm already like technically a tiny 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 touch to a very very small segment of the population famous in my field oh yeah well, my publications yeah. every once in a while i get invited to talk at places and this one time, a friend asked me if I would talk to his lab group, because uh, when he mentioned that he knew me, they all like went crazy. Apparently, I was like, oh my god, you actually know her?
2: Oh my god!
0: Use yeah. your fame. Use your no, fame to get us more viewers. Oh, uh, <laughs> I just like, meant use
2: it to get stuff. That too. Speaking fees.
0: Communication field. Yeah, just within the communication field and people that study my kind of area. Use your fame. Oh my god very narrowly people in the communication field do know other people
2: speaking of fame and like showing up places um it was obama's first time back in the white house since he left and the when he his first the first words he said when he was like addressing the press he gaffed because he said vice president joe biden i think it was just kind of like muscle memory yeah (laughs) i feel like in the white house and then joe biden was like we had lunch it was awkward we weren't really sure who was supposed to sit where <laughs> god i miss uh, like like obviously yeah, i miss obama President. and all that but like i miss that duo that was like anyways that was it
0: i feel that. sort of gus esque.
2: yes no literally,
0: literally. <laughs> nice we hit the limit that's like three psych. Yeah, that's enough with the psych <laughs> for this episode.
2: Um, hello. Echo I'm getting I'm getting kisses.
0: Oh uh, sweet baby. We love her. We um what's everyone's favorite Pokemon?
2: I know like th- do maybe three pokemon
0: you two suck and one of them is pikachu (laughs) correct i mean yeah why
2: does my door sound like pikachu yo i'm the fucking yellow rat (laughs) from pokemon one
0: of these days we're gonna have to do a meme review that's just memes that we send to each other yeah because it's a very chaotic mix it's been a long time since we did a meme review i have to work on that for next episode. There we go. Boom. Little preview. Boom. Yeah, I keep, I'm always saving them and then forgetting to send them because you guys are always sending me Instagram and Twitter, but I'm old and I'm, I look at Facebook and that's where I get all of mine. And so I just save them and send them to you. I but... still get
2: my memes from Facebook or at least a good amount of them.
0: My favorite There's Pokemon is Bulbasaur, in case anyone was wondering.
2: I was going to say Charizard because I don't uh... know
0: basic but I mean okay Bulbasaur is pretty basic too not gonna lie well I've heard of him so that's something whoever (laughs) animated CGI Bulbasaur in Detective Pikachu thank you thank you he's so goddamn cute oh I actually
2: did see Detective Pikachu
0: I love Detective Pikachu that movie slaps like so much more than it has any right to I fell asleep in the
2: theater because I have sleepy bitch disease not because it was a bad movie
0: of course um yeah no I love detective Pikachu so much that movie smacks I feel like it's one of those movies when you see the trailer you're like that looks absolutely just stupid that's gonna be awful and then you see it and you're like what yeah you're like this is a masterpiece
2: no I had the exact opposite well half the opposite reaction where I was like this looks so dumb I'm gonna love it (laughs) and then I did
0: (laughs) incredible i love that movie so much i like rewatch it with an alarming frequency <laughs>
2: <laughs> who's also, like the... oh oh wait i think i know another pokemon because isn't is like meow Mute. yeah that one isn't that like the antagonist
0: kind of sort of yeah yeah,
2: yeah see that uh
0: magikarp magikarp is an awesome pokemon i love magikarp they deserve love. I know like, they deserve love before they evolve, god damn it.
2: I know Pikachu is Wordle and like Toyotathon.
0: <laughs> Honestly, you could <laughs> randomly generate a Pokemon from I think all but the most the three most recent generations, and there's a ninety nine percent chance I can name it. Like just a random random Pokemon generator. There's a very good chance I will know every single one of them. Impressive my entire childhood, and honestly a good chunk of my adulthood. (laughs) It hasn't slowed down. That brief period in 2015 when Pokemon Go first came out and everybody was playing it, I tried for a while. Let me tell you, Magikarp was always my favorite to find, just seeing them flopping around there. They are kind of fun. I was like, oh, sweet of Magikarp, everybody else would be like... Well, you gotta collect them, it takes so much damn! Goddan- it takes so many goddamn points to evolve them
2: i i found a pikachu in washington park in albany
0: oh it's so cute i do remember
2: i i i do remember that
0: i love that yeah no again every spring and summer i get re-obsessed with pokemon go because i'm like oh i'm outside i'm walking places i'm like you know taking little day trips it's wonderful i have a great time
2: Oh, we still need to take a day trip to that, like, one New York town that's, like, all bookstores.
0: Yes! Oh, also, um, Zach, if Brooks and I have ever come down to Virginia, we have to go to Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Mothman!
2: Oh, okay, yeah. That's where the Mothman yeah.
0: statue is, and for whatever reason, the Mothman statue is, like, double-cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon. <laughs> Mothman...
2: Okay, I don't know where in Virginia that is, but it sounds like it'd be closer to, like, West Virginia. Just... I mean,
0: it is in West Virginia. Mothman okay. is from West Virginia. That's where the legend started. Okay. But, yeah, no, I... if we're down that way, we need to go.
2: Yeah. I mean, we, we can definitely take a day to do that. Yes! Go Shenandoah, which is Yes! Mad.
0: Oh, my God, we can listen to Take Me Home Country Roads. It'll be incredible. Oh, my
2: God, no, literally, yeah. We'll be so cringe, but we'll all be okay with it.
0: You know what? Everything that people say is cringe. It is just a way to discourage people from having fun. There's my hot take. There's another conspiracy theory for you. Cringe culture, it's just a way to shame people for having fun.
2: Oh, fuck. I had a hot take I thought of, like, yesterday and then I forgot. Like, not even a conspiracy theory. Just, like, ooh, this will stir things up
0: yeah no cringe culture bullshit have fun be cringe be embarrassing I wish I had been significantly more cringe in middle school because now I look back I'm like god what like I had no like there were no consequences for me like dressing weirder and dyeing my hair and all that stuff like now there's consequences
2: If if I could go back and relive it I would have dyed my hair so fast in high school oh my god I
0: would have destroyed my hair I would have had the cringiest emo phase possible Your little like journey of facial expressions there was fascinating to me. Well, I, I couldn't quite hear what you whispered. I worked it out, but gotcha. It was what Sorry. I, heard, and I was like, I thought I heard something about a banana peel. Uh, <laughs> no. Or banana peat. <laughs> I don't know who this banana peat character is, but I'd like to meet him. No, unfortunately, yeah. Literally every day of my life, I'm so salty that I like didn't get to have an emo phase when I was like a, Like annoying little tween. Yeah, I wish. I in
2: did. in my defense, my parents were like super helicopter, so I like I I was given a talking to in sixth grade because I had Chameleon Air on my iPod. <laughs> like that cringe, like 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 not even on my part. Like like when I was in sixth grade, Chameleon Air was cool, probably, but it was that they were. I was like, first of all, why are you on my iPod? My iPod Nano with the little. Like
0: a little scroll wheel.
2: Spinny, spinny yeah, the wheel. I was like I can't think oh, of it. Miss
0: those boys.
2: <laughs> that would click when you spun it.
0: hmm <laughs> God, I loved those.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I still have I plugged it in the other day and like it was a treasure trove. My little squ not not even the like updated rectangular one, the square iPod nano.
2: Yeah, no, that's the one that I had.
0: Technology shouldn't have progressed beyond that point.
2: I would have been happy with like my cell phone and my iPod. And like I I I I use my cell phone for texting and my iPod for music. And like what else do you need?
0: But also remember when you had to go to school with like both a cell phone and an iPod?
2: Yeah, wild.
0: Two items? What the hell? Those didn't exist at school. (laughs) So no. Enlighten us. Enlighten us to your experience, please. First of all, I did get a um What's the word? Like track phone that you would load minutes onto when I was like a junior or something to be able to call like if I uh, needed picked up after like track practice or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I didn't get my first iPod until my, oh well, it might have been my freshman year of college. maybe. Cool. So what I brought if I wanted to listen to music was a, a disc man. Yeah. You know, yeah. a CD player. Yeah. Even yeah. had the, the foam headphones that had like the over ear thing around the back of the head. That was were, were super cool at the time. Those can't have been comfortable. We didn't know any better. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean the OG like Apple iPod earbuds were not particularly comfortable.
2: No. Yeah, not like yeah. the circle ones. Yep. Yeah.
0: And then I remember it was a big deal that they like changed the shape of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah i had those my the ipod i had was um the the first ipod with video was the one that i got hell yeah so yeah it came with those headphones it's the one and only apple product i've ever owned in my life interesting still exists in the time capsule because i stopped adding music to it at a certain and so now it's like that you know period of time do you have a particular bias against apple products just not a fan of the interfaces fair enough I've used, used them plenty of times because they're used a lot in, like, editing work, you know, That's video editing. Thing. I love having the, like, custom PC I have right now. But, like, if I ever had, like, my own, like, fancy, like, home office or whatever for, like, my own personal video projects, oh my god, I would drop so much money on just, like, the highest functioning, like, MacBook or, like, desktop, like, Mac that I could afford. Because when you act, like, as much as, like, Apple is, like, overpriced and you're paying for the name in a lot of ways, using a Mac for what it was designed to do, beautifully seamless experience. Like, using a computer that was designed to run, like, photo and video editing software to do that? Nothing like it. That's why I love the Mac Lab at Geneseo. I spent a lot of time there. They're pretty commonly used as editing machines, and they and they work well. Yeah, that's my primary experience as an undergraduate, mostly. Nice. Back in my broadcast days. Oh, so like the big chunky Macs that I had in like elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I miss. I those. I know what you're
2: talking about.
0: God, I miss those so much. They were great. They were like kind I mean, of come triangular. On, I'm in I wish I color that were like the bright colors. Oh yeah. Have you seen the thing where someone like found one of them at like a yard sale or whatever and then gutted it and used it as a cat bed? Ooh, fun. It was adorable. No. They great decor. They were so pretty. They were. Honestly, I loved that like early 2000s like clear plastic but colored plastic technology. Like the mm-hmm. phone where you like the landline where you could see all oh, the cool. inner workings. I had one in my bedroom and one in my college dorm, so I had two of that's those. That's fantastic. I wish I had gotten the experience of like having your own landline. mm mm-hmm. I like that sounds like so much fun. Yeah, it's crazy to think back on now. Like, I had a landline in my bedroom. Like, in high school, like a cordless phone, I would just pick over the wall. Like, I like weird. That's so it much fun. Yeah.
2: You would say, oh, that's the phone's room.
0: <laughs> oh, that's the phone's room. <laughs> it's almost Tuesday. And the operator was a real person that you had to be nice to.
2: One moment, please.
0: <laughs> I i don't even remember. To move oh, the I, voices around, because it is the 40s. <laughs> we need to stop.
2: No, <laughs> we 100% do.
0: We need to stop. Um... Yeah, that sounds like so much fun. And honestly, like, I know, like, every, like, actually living through, like, every era in history, has been some bullshit. God, the good parts of the, of, like, being, like, a teenager slash in your 20s, in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, the good parts of that, God, they sound like so much fun. I think that I was born at a fortunate time because my childhood, like, It was entirely without internet or cell phones or anything like that. But then, you know, I, like, social media started to be a thing, like, right when I started college. The first like, the perfect time for it. yeah. Yeah, we got our first computer when I was a freshman in high school, but it was, like, you know, family desktop. I got my first laptop when I went away to college. The first iPhone came out the year I graduated college, so smartphones weren't a thing until I was in grad school. That's perfect. Yeah, right, so I got, like, the best of both worlds, I feel like.
2: I saw this tweet that was like Facebook should do something where anytime you go on somebody's on somebody's Facebook page, it'll play their music. And then someone was like, "Oh my god, you we've reached the generation that MySpace. doesn't know I, MySpace." Yeah. That
0: was like the worst part of MySpace. It was always annoying when the songs started playing. I'm like, stop it! I don't want to hear that. But of course, I always put a song on mine. So yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah.
2: yeah. My one core memory from those like Chonky Macs in the the computer lab was, like, Brain Pop.
0: Oh, oh Brain <laughs> right. Pop.
2: I, I was, like, sitting here for the last five minutes trying to remember what it was called. God, that shit was yes. good. It, you know, no, like, Brain Pop went so hard.
0: It really did. Mm-hmm. They popped off. Actually, did. here's the thing. And, like, somebody, like, wrote... I'll have to try and find it. Somebody wrote about this in a much more nuanced manner. But... The way that spaces for, like, children and, like, tweens used to exist on the internet. Like, when I was, like, in grade school, if I went to, like, Barbie.com, it was a bunch of games. Like, it was a bunch of Flash games. Now it's just, like, like, now it would just, like, take you to, like, shop for, like, toys. And that's just, like, it's, uh, it's fucked, you know? like there really aren't a lot know, of sp- I- like any spaces for just like children and teen and like younger teens like tweens on the internet like don't really exist anymore it's either like you know like parental controls like you know blocking everything or just like unfiltered like capitalism
2: i remember going on like the lego website as a kid and there was all those like dumb flash games yeah if you went to like yeah.
0: disney.com it would be games not like purchasing things
2: did you ever pl- this is such a niche thing so i'd be surprised you did but did you ever play virtual magic kingdom
0: no i don't think i did oh
2: oh my god I'll, i need to find youtube footage of it but that when like when i was in like third grade oh my god could have lived there and then when we finally went to magic kingdom and like my siblings and i knew where everything was Incredible. because we played this game <laughs> so much i
0: feel like almost every like every girl my age is and like a couple of years either way is going to know what I'm talking about. The games on specifically the Barbie website and the Polly Pocket website unparalleled. Unparalleled the Flash games on those websites when I was in like third grade.
2: Do you mean the Oba website?
0: Uh-huh. Oh,
2: the huh? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: T- yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you? <laughs> so um I was a kid who chewed on Polly Pocket clothes <laughs> <laughs> And one time, um, I, like, found one in my pocket or whatever, and we were going to, like, a movie or, like, a little show or something, and it was, a uh, zebra print, and I put it in my mouth at the start of this event, and, I, like, chewed on it the entire time, and then when I took it out, the print was gone. <laughs> 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 so, yeah... <laughs> this story about me as an idiot six-year-old. <laughs> that was the not-really-pocket Polly Pockets, right? No, they were the ones that were, like, a couple inches tall. Yeah, but it was still not really, like, not, not like the original Polly Pockets when they were that big. No, we did have one of those, though. We did have one China of the, China the China super teeny them. tiny ones, but no, we had the ones that came with, like, the rubber clothes. and God, those bitches were delicious. <laughs> Yeah, you couldn't change the clothes in the original ones. I have two of the original Polly Pockets. Those, like, sell for a lot now. Do yeah, they? Yeah. I've got a round pink one and a yellow heart-shaped one. Oh, we had a pink heart! I'm loving this fun little trip down memory lane. But yeah, no, mm-hmm. um, I Ooh. loved chewing on Polly Pocket clothes, and the tweet that made me try bubble tea for the first time was somebody saying, I love bubble tea because it's, like, chewing on edible poly pocket clothes and I was like oh take me back um and it is I would say it's a very comparable experience
2: that was a fun day
0: that was a great day also Brooks I love you looking on in horror as like the two of us (laughs) recount these weird stories as if you didn't do weird shit as like a seven-year-old I just have no like reference point i guess for these things having grown up in a different time like i didn't go to any of those websites because uh, i didn't have a computer when i was that no, age no no i just want to hear your equivalent of chewed on poly pocket clothes until the design was gone
2: that's still so funny <laughs> <I know>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have to remember some stupid thing you did when you were seven Nothing's coming to mind that I can think on it. Okay, seven was longer ago for me. I mean, this is true. It's true, but that does still like that. I that still sticks in my head, (laughs) like just so much. Zach, what did you do?
2: Yeah, I was trying to think about that. I can't necessarily think of like one specific thing, but I do remember, or like a thing I used to do. It's not something I used to do, like, on the regular, but just, like, to highlight what a stupid child I was. When I was 12, I was at a holiday party at, a fam- at like, a family member's house, and I ate, like, some little pastry thing, and then I found out it was a rum cake, and I freaked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I'm gonna die.
0: Yeah, that is such a kid. Or yeah. your mom would get you to eat something by saying, like, oh, I put a little bit of wine in the sauce, and you'd be like, oh, shit.
2: <laughs>
0: that's how they get you um
2: oh man I'm trying to think about specifics but like
0: I miss, when, being, uh, I miss being a small child i wish i was not conscious of the world as a whole when the uh 101 dalmatians movie came out the like the cartoon disney one that was my favorite movie i love it because I, like, I don't remember. That came out, how old I was. I was like peak age, you know, like nine or eight or something. Like oh, it had to be like eight because my, yeah. Um, and I had some of the original stuffed animals yeah. that I out from the movie. And I used to trim their fur thinking that it would grow back. There you go.
2: There you go. That's perfect. Yeah, that's exactly that's, that's it. Perfect. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I still remember, I still have them somewhere in one of my boxes in the basement. That is fantastic. I love that so much. It's like a little stubby. Where I have, um, <laughs> I have an aunt who loves to tell this one story. Like literally every time the family gets together, she tells it at least once. But, um, we were visiting their house and she would normally keep a jar of Hershey's Kisses, oh, yeah. you know, sitting somewhere. And of course, you know, I'd only be allowed to have like one or two or whatever, but they weren't always paying attention to me. You know, they're having catching up and whatever. And so one time I just grabbed the jar and hid behind a chair. And just sat there and ate them and, like, kind of put all the wrappers in the And didn't put it back, because I was like, oh, crap, if I put it back, they're going to notice all the Hershey kisses are missing. So I'm just going to leave it behind the chair. And so eventually they found it. And I can't live it down. Nice. And um, she regularly gives me Hershey's kisses. Oh, that's cute, a, though. Yeah, she wants, I can't remember... I think it was, like, when I was in college, maybe college graduation or something, she gave me, um, a candy dish that's shaped like a glass Hershey's Kiss. Aww. With her in it. (laughs) But that's one of those things where, like, she just brings it up every single time. And then everybody laughs at me. For thinking I could hide. Yeah. And because I ate all the chocolate. (laughs) Yeah. Can't help it. I like chocolate. It's good shit. Either of y'all, um, chew on seatbelts.
2: can't say that we did
0: it was at like the perfect height you know (laughs) i wasn't i
2: wasn't at At mouth level (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) i feel like some people are chewers and some people aren't yeah i I wasn't as bad as some of the kids in my neighborhood like there are multiple stories of like our some of our family friends like their kids like ate like fucking (sighs) deodorant and shit but like i remember i definitely put a lot of things (laughs) in my mouth as a child
2: (laughs) okay so do you i'm sure you guys do this but like in Elementary school, you would get like your agenda, yeah. It was, yeah, so I so this is what I did because th- this is what I chewed. I would take parts of the spiral and like <laughs> bend it off and then just chew it like it was a piece of grass until it got disgusting, and then I discard it and take off more <laughs> to the point that by the end of the year, it was just like a staple in the corner. <laughs>
0: No, and you know what else was great—the corners of like the VHS clamshell boxes. I put those oh my in my I completely
2: forgot. A fair amount
0: of times.
2: There is literally nothing left of that. <laughs>
0: I just thought of a really weird thing. I just... hit me with it. I'm having so much fun. I had
2: I had the sorry I had the microplastics in my system before it was cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, so did I. Yeah, apparently we consume a credit card's worth of plastic every week. Yeah. Oh, sorry, my mom said when she was a kid she used to eat paste. <laughs> That's a really common one, though. Because it's literally, it's just like flour and water. Yeah. And it can't, and she was like, yeah, and it came with a, like a little brush. It was like a utensil. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what were you going to say? Uh so when I, I must have been pretty young because I was still in Catholic school when I did this. Of course. Um, but sometimes they would give us, like, bread and butter for lunch, and it would be um, a piece of bread cut into triangles, but the butter was only on one half for some reason every time. And so I would take the piece that didn't have any butter on it, take off the crust, and then roll it into a ball, like, really firmly, and then just carry it around, nibbling pieces <laughs> off of it. like. Okay. I would, like, compress the bread sometimes, too, just because it's fun. The carrying it around is fascinating to me. Yep, just carry it around, like, take little pieces off, nibble, it, and then, like, re-roll it so it's still a ball. <laughs> just, like, a long period of time afterward. Kids are so fucking weird. Okay. A friend that did the same thing that we both did it, so. My, my mom, she, when, what she used to do was she would, like, put a piece of bread between two magazines and then sit on it to flatten it and then eat it. <laughs> Oh my god! I don't know why. It does give it a denser texture. It does. <laughs> there's there's something to it. And also, my uh, one of my cousins, who's a little bit, who's a couple years older than I am, he like taught me and my sister that, like, you know, when you have like bread at the dinner table or whatever, you like compress it and then you make it look like a communion wafer. <laughs> uh, communion wafers are gross. I didn't think they were that bad.
2: You gotta make communion wafer nachos. Yeah. so i like kind of came up not came up but like in the chess world when you're like playing chess outdoors like you play for money it's just super common Mm -hmm. um and whatnot but apparently my like gambling proclivities stretched back to like third grade because um and, and i don't remember this but my parents told me from their parent teacher conference so you know how in elementary in elementary school there's always like the class currency and you like buy erasers and stuff with it. Yeah. So, so cool. I apparently when I was in like third grade, I was like gambling on test scores and like <sighs> apparently making like bank in whatever currency form
0: That's fantastic we had
2: that it was like, Oh, by the way, he needs to like stop like, like that's not the point of this the, oh. the money.
0: <laughs> I used to clown on my it sister. Was... I used to get my sister with this one every single time. Um, we had like the like the game of life like the board game um and we didn't actually know how to play it. We just like to spin the wheel and like take the cards and move the little cars around and I was like, oh, I'll be the banker. so whenever she like paid bills, she just paid me. so I always won. <laughs> and she never caught on <laughs> or like didn't catch on for a very long time. And another thing I used to do to my sister was whenever we made a mess, uh, playing with all my toys, I'd be like, okay, we're gonna play a new game. Uh, I, I'm the cleanup fairy, and I would, like, hit her with, like, a toy magic wand and, like, sing a song and make her clean my room.
2: Capitalism.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and it was, like, like, and it wasn't, like, a little plastic one. Like, it was made out of wood. (laughs) (laughs) It had my name on it and everything we didn't have classroom currency so that's interesting but like it was in sixth grade and i believe it was my english class we had a weekly spelling bee and whoever won the spelling bee would get three jolly ranchers Ooh. and then like, the place would get two and then third place would get one of them uh and i, I won like every single week but <laughs> everybody would get so mad at me but then i would just like um stockpile the jolly ranchers that i would win and give them out to buy their affection. <laughs> <laughs> so, like a little a politician. Way, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. A little diplomacy. <laughs> like, You're
0: mad at me, have my boy <laughs> ranchers. <daughter> <laughs> oh, so that was that, that was that was my like grade school. Sometimes like whatever candy like the teachers had like left over from like whatever holiday they would hand it out on. They had like the little tiny pixie sticks. And a bunch of the boys mm. in my class got in trouble for snorting them on the playground. <laughs> I feel like that would hurt. I'm sure it would It would hurt.
2: That's sugar. That's like not soft.
0: I'm sure that it did. Plus, they're tart, so there's, you
2: know. Yeah.
0: Anyway, uh, they stopped handing those out. Fair. <laughs> I'm so glad that we're recording all of our childhood weirdness. I know, this is great, watch. but for yeah. like grade school and middle school the strangest time on earth because everyone is just so weird and, like, doesn't know not to be in public yet. Yeah, middle school is the worst for that. So strange. And frankly, I wish I was even stranger because now I'm constantly worried about consequences and people not thinking I'm cool. I wish I had gotten it all out of my system when I was in, like, fourth grade. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just... And also I feel like a lot of my like school stories are like have a particular flavor of weird because I went to a K through 8 school and was with the same 30 people for 8 years. Cuz that's your graduating class? Yeah.
2: I did After- not get a normal K to 1 education because I went to a private Christian school. Like a Young Earth private Christian school
0: oh i technically went to like catholic school for kindergarten but all they did was like say a hail mary every now and again and make me wear a uniform
2: in third grade we wrote class letters to george bush because you know he was the president or whatever but um in kindergarten we learned about um american soldiers doing god's work in iraq um, so that was fun. They were like, "Yup, uh, like, yup." God wants this to happen. And we were like, "Okay," because <laughs> we were five, and sure. Yeah. And then, and then, I found out that my first grade teacher was like 22, like literally a child. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> Look, I'm.
2: Like I'm older than her now. Yeah, by and I would not feel qualified teaching children. Oh no.
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, even if I liked children, I would not feel qualified to teach them at, at this at where I am in my life. Taught college at twenty two. That's, and that's so fucked. Yeah. It was, Wait, it, but was not, it was uncomfortable.
2: If you don't like children, wouldn't you not want to be qualified in teaching them? Because then you get to just like mess around
0: okay here's the thing i don't like children but i am not um going out of my way to like screw them up
2: yeah me neither
0: or like you know traumatize them don't like kids at all but i'm you know not out here being actively mean to children i went to catholic school preschool through fourth grade i had nuns as teachers and how did that fuck you up They were very mean. Oh yeah, no, my dad said he used to get, like, hit with a ruler. Yeah, we had one that would throw erasers. That's not that bad. Well, they weren't allowed to hit us. Hmm. So that was, like, the closest that she could get. Yeah, no. Yeah, and we had religion class. And, uh, we had to go to, to mass, like, multiple times. Like, I can't remember how often we went. Pretty often we had to go to confession regularly.
2: We had chapel. I remember that. I definitely re- remember chapel.
0: Yeah, and with, with Catholics, we have all these, like, rites of passage we had to do, like, First Communion and all that. Oh my God. Stuff. <laughs> I remember that shit. And you have to, like, practice for it and, like, study for it. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Sunday school, baby. Um,. Literally, every time I was in college and I would, like, come home and we would, like, go to, like, church for, like, you know, Christmas or whatever. And this is, like, a John Mulaney thing. I was the one pre-Y2K asshole going, and also, and also with you. And also with you.
2: What? What? When? <laughs> Who?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, literally. the And with your spirit, absolutely not.
2: I had to go to a funeral, like, last year, and they said... A- and they said that, and I, and I almost started laughing. <laughs> because I was like, oh my god, this is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, don't. Like, literally don't. Yeah. Um. was I going to Oh, shoot. I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, I forgot.
0: Speaking of Y2K, what was that shit like?
2: My parents filled the bathtub, but that was it. Because, like, why not? <laughs>
0: It was, like, people were freaking out, man. Yeah, that's whack to me. Yeah, like, everybody was convinced the world was going to end. The news was constantly reporting, like, you have to prepare, we have to do all these things, and talking about, like, all these catastrophes that were going to happen. Everybody was all scared. Fun. Yeah, I, apparently well, my mom said she and my dad just bought, like, went out and bought, like, a pack of, like, bottled water, but that was it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: I, uh, went to a New Year's party at a friend's house. For that night, and I made a what I called a Y2K survival kit. Like I got a shoebox, hell yeah, and I put it in white paper, and I actually wrote that on there. Y2K survival kit. There was something I wrote small in parentheses, but I can't remember what it was.
2: That um, really
0: sounds so fun. Yeah, I put a bunch of stuff in there, like I can't remember, like a bottle of water, some snacks, like different things, and I put a light bulb in there, which was supposed to be a joke because they said all the, the electricity was going to be you know going out because the systems didn't understand you know. And my friends didn't get it. They were like, that's not gonna help you. The electricity's not supposed to work. <laughs> that's the joke. No one got me. Oh my god. That's kind of fantastic though. Mm-hmm. I like I yeah. love everything about that. Yeah, I kept that kit for a long time. I, I mean I threw it away eventually, but of I, I, I still had it for years afterward. But we uh, had
2: twenty twelve.
0: We did have twenty twelve. That,
2: that was our thing.
0: Yeah, that was our Y two K.
2: That was our Y two K.
0: 2012 wasn't even close to Y2K, though. I wish. Y2K when sounds you were, like it was fun.
2: It was close yeah. when you were learning about it when you were 10.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I gotta say. I about that when I was 10. Uh, I, was, like,
2: I was traumatized. S- literally. I was like,
0: my entire no, fifth grade class was traumatized. Yeah.
2: But do you know how, how like, 10, 11-year-old me eventually rationalized this? I did the math, and I was like, I'll be in 10th grade. I'll be older then yeah like like i've been 10th grade like i've lived a long life
0: that's like that was literally <laughs> it
2: yeah <laughs> oh my god
0: kids are so like literally no matter the era kids are these str- like middle schoolers are the strangest group of people on the planet mm, so awkward yeah they're so weird this has been wonderful. I am. I have greatly enjoyed our fun little trip down memory lane with all of our strange yeah. stories. Great conspiracy building. Yeah, yeah. Great conspiracy. You know what? I don't think we even need a conspiracy. And I'm sure there has to be some conspiracy about like why middle schoolers are as freaking weird as they are. Puberty. Yeah, they will yep. do it. But that's not even a conspiracy theory. That's just that it's it's it. just how it'd be. it be. I mean, be. conspiracy theory about puberty monsters. Could be something there. You know, a little big mouth. I have to catch up on that show. I'm way behind. Yeah, I'm a couple seasons behind. Oopsies. Anyway. All right. This has been great. This has been wonderful. I think at some point we settled on an assignment for the next episode, but I can't even remember what it- No, we're doing meme review! That's what we're doing. We're doing meme review next episode. Um... Should it be exchanges from our personal group chat, or do we want more time to put that together? Like, new ones, or? I mean, like, ones we have previously sent in the group chat, perhaps not ones that we already discussed when we were, like, sitting in a circle sending each other memes (laughs) during that one episode (laughs) where we were all in the same room. But things that have been passed back and forth in our various groups. Do we want to do that next week, or do we want a little more time to plan? Because, frankly, there are some exchanges, like just, like, text exchanges between us that I, like, want to get screenshots of. Yeah, I mean, there's some good ones. Because we say some weird things. <laughs> in there. Alright, yeah, do we want to just do, like, another kind of random put-together meme review? Sure, but a cool thing to do would be that each of us has to bring, like, two new ones that they haven't shared or something. Ooh, that, yes. Absolutely genius. We'll have to, like, upload them into, like, a Google Drive folder and, like, not look at, like, right before the episode and not look at anything. Yeah, we've done before me, where I have the folder open, but I don't click on it until you... Hell yeah. Fanta Okay, cool. So we have a plan. We have a plan for next episode. And I say this two hours after I just told you guys, I saved all these memes I didn't send. Here, let me send them all at once. So now I'm cleaned out. Well, oh, I mean, I'm assuming between now and next yeah. Wednesday, yeah. you will find at least one meme. I'm uh, sure. <laughs> just those of, really like crazy, so. the saturation of memes out there.
2: Send some uh, um, uh, communications memes. I want to see what those look like.
0: I wish that I had followed through on my idea to make a Geneseo communication department meme page while I was still at Geneseo, and then I could have, like, passed it on to somebody before I graduated. How else is a communication meme? I have no idea.
2: I could have sworn somebody, somebody on this podcast was talking about, like, a very niche meme page that they were a part of, but maybe...
0: Oh, was that your like academia meme pages?
2: I, I, I think that was it. That was probably it. Yeah,
0: there's um, yeah, it's. I can't remember the name of the the meme group. Yeah, I think it might actually just be the. There's an account that they, I think they have it on both like Twitter and Facebook, but like shit academics say. Is the, I believe
2: that. Wait, that could actually be a really fun format. Is like send memes, but send memes that are very specific to what Ooh. we do, and then we have to explain why they're funny.
0: This is like two whole separate meme reviews. This is great. My um uh, my boyfriend in college, so he had a, a radio show at a radio station. Fun. And he had this friend, Tony, who would come every week to do a segment that they called Laugh Box, which was spelled L-A-F-F-B-O-X-X-X Of course. Where nice. Tony would tell like some, you know, pretty simple like punny type joke and then over explain it. <laughs> <laughs> and the explanation was uh, was always way funnier than the joke. There's something I find something very funny about people explaining things that maybe don't even need to explain. It is kind of it is kind of fun. I get what you yeah. mean.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right. to think about that.
0: Well, now we got multiple ideas. This is great. I love it. I love to see it. All right. More work. I mean, if you want to think of it that way, you can. <laughs> i have list of i up until um like three hours ago i thought i might be going to philadelphia this weekend so i have a bunch of time that just opened up to me well that's good yeah there we go all right
2: we should still do a philly trip at some point that sounds like a lot of fun
0: oh yeah no that's that sounds like a very fun time okay uh i think i think that's gonna wrap us up for this week all right As always, uh, thank you, friends, for fighting with us. We appreciate each and every single one of you, and we will be back again next week with some uh, dank memes for (laughs) y'all. Yeah, what was that? Uh, Okay, adios, everybody. (laughs) This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly, Zach Calderon, and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at bridgetkelly 98 at Zach Calderon, and at Anne Sarah Said. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature or